Yo, it's a Julie Small Podcast. This is episode 726. Hello, Loz. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Well, good to be back once again in this freezing cold southern hemisphere winter, but we love it nonetheless. You're down at the beachside mansion. I, of course, are in regional Victoria. Thank you, Lauren. At your Clark. own beachside mansion in which you live wow, like some mansion. kind of a king. Anyway. Oh, you think you think I live like a king? I was just hanging uh, clothes up on the uh, clothes horse so I could justify having the heater on. I think people that live like kings in this uh, household have four legs. Uh, apart from that, we're all just getting uh, ahead one day at a time. Lauren Clark, uh, speaking of living like kings and getting ahead one day at a time, I want to bring yes. up one thing. And we're often, uh, well, I mean, it's this country here in Australia is often described as the lucky country. And as we know, it's been, it's a bit of a term that was uh, was initially used as a, a derisive sort of term or a bit of a, you know, a slap to Ironic. the Ironic, yes. uh, Yeah, yeah. And uh, people have taken it on because we're idiots. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, but it relates. There's something going on here in Victoria, which is our fair state, uh, mm. this beautiful nation, Lauren Clark. Yeah. And... It's and it's really uh, it's it's set us all back. It, it's it's set the whole state in panic. Right. But it's also uh, got me thinking that how and I think we're on record. Thank you, Lauren Clark. Yeah, ding. Yep. It's <laughs> saying uh, <laughs> on record about this before that yeah. uh, if this nation or this state or our little communities really faced some real issues, say uh, of a serious nature, or, or if we had to put up with. Uh, rough nuts in the community like the Russians do, for instance. Right, yeah. Uh, we'd be in, like, or, or, I mean, I think, uh, we, we, I'm not sure if I've spoken on record or on podcast about this, or, but so, some of the young kids that are coming here from uh, war-torn sort of nations that are, are just laughing at authorities because we are a bit soft. And, and they're like, well, I'm from a really tough part of the world. Harden up, you know. They're not even doing anything too bad, but they're, they're sort of ruling the roost because they're, they're used to being treated quite poorly. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I sort of skirted around a bit, but I have a theory. Anyway, there's something that's happened this past week. Well, yes. That has Finally displayed. Finally, we get to the point. Yes. yes <laughs> that has displayed in no uncertain terms yes. about how soft we are as a people. Oh, here we go. And how, uh, uh, is, it, is this such a word, unresilient? Um... No. Well, you know, I'm going to make it up. We are de-resilient because <laughs> Lauren Clark. Yes. Last weekend, I think it was, mm. a new law came into place, uh, or in in this state. I'm not sure if it's a law or it's just a, an autonomous thing by the, the shops. But we banned plastic bags at shopping uh, oh, at uh, supermarkets, and yes. the hoo ha, oh and the hullabaloo, God. and the reportage of it. <laughs> Has been nothing short of stupendous. You know, I did so funny that you say this because early this morning I did my morning scroll through socials mm-hmm, and course. I saw some things and I thought, really? There are short videos made by, you know, I wasn't BuzzFeed, but that mm. kind of thing. Like, you know, little short videos yeah. of how to cope with yeah. the how what how to, and it was it was literally when you are at home. Get some calico bags. Yeah. You can get some smaller calico bags for when you want to put your, you know, grapes in something. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and things like, you know, you, some things don't need a bag. And there's a shot of the person putting avocado straight into the trolley. What? You know, yeah, like, I know. really? Because this is how uh, I've shopped forever. I mean, it's a complete. Well, yes. Series, yeah. markets. Exactly. Uh, like, shops. When I go to the supermarket, yeah. I do. Anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there, yeah, just, just in such case. A jerk. 
<laughs> you thought I wouldn't notice well, that maybe one not. slipped uh, in there. Just get it in there. Anyway, <clears throat> it really blew my mind that this was mm. a video that somebody had taken time to produce and, and that people were watching it. Yeah. Because, because as you say, it's become this point of hysteria. To the point where people are comment, like the, the uh, Murdoch press uh, commenters or idiots yeah. Yeah. of the opinion pages are now saying it's just rubbish that we're doing it. Uh, other people are panicking. All the letters pages are filled up with, oh, I'm never shopping again type letters. How <laughs> am I they? supposed to pick up the dog crap? How, like what am I going to use for rubbish bags? Like, oh I mean, gosh. the idiocy and the pettiness and the patheticness mm. uh, on display because we are trying to remove plastic from the general uh, population and, and, and mass use of plastic from the system for uh, no other reason other than to try to and protect. The planet. Uh, save the planet. Is, I hate that term, save the planet, but it's pretty much a good catch-all for this one, isn't it? I mean, it is. And the thing is, like... You know what I think they could do? It's mm. just that they it would it would they wouldn't do it because there's no profit in it. Mm. But the if everybody went down to the shops tomorrow and took the forty seven thousand exploding plastic bags from the plastic bag cupboard mm. down to the supermarket and the supermarket just put those plastic bags in a little plastic bag dispenser things we'd be fine for the rest of time. Do you know what I mean? There are oh, enough yeah. plastic bags in the universe. We're going to be okay. But, uh, it's extraordinary. I completely agree with you. It's yeah, mind-blowing. It is. Re- and so I, I ask you, Lauren Clark, are we in fact the softest country in the world? Well, the, you see, uh, imagine if real drama like... hit us. Imagine if a real problem, <laughs> like something. We, it, it is, this is proof positive that we are no chance of banding together as a community yeah. Uh, at all in 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 case there's a real struggle or a real crisis, because if we can't handle the removal and supplying of our own uh, receptacle to carry our own groceries yeah. uh, away from a shop, yeah. we have got no hope when the uh, you know the earthquake hits. Do you know what though? Uh, for two things. Firstly, I find your um, we're all soft and. People from an undisclosed other nation who mm. come here and say that our authorities, <laughs> we, everyone needs to harden up and they're not even committing terrible crimes. I'm not sure what, but, but, but something about the kind of way you framed all of this yeah. makes me slightly nervous because I think oh, the whole I... thing of us being, you know, uh, you know, soft in that way is mm. a little bit um, kind of too tough guy and there's a kind of political, there's a right-wing kind of political frame there that's very familiar and I've heard many times before. Are you saying I'm line-helming you? I think you might be line-helming it a tiny bit, just in terms of your setup there. Well, if I want to say the F word (laughs) and I'll call you a friggin' lettuce and I'll do this when I want because, like, how is this guy? David, line-helming up for those who don't know and if you don't know, really, go and have a look. It's extraordinary. This is a bloke who has abused, you know, it, it, he's by all any measure. In fact, he mm. said in defence of himself, it was only abuse. Everyone abuses each other. This is Australia, basically, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. And, that, and you know what? I saw him once, I think, approached by the chaser or one of those mobs, like he was sort of ambushed outside his house and he was just... He was rapeable that they'd approach. Like he, yeah, like he I, takes I, himself so seriously. He's he's got the thinnest skin. He's not as skin. tough as he thinks either. Yeah, no, he's got the thinnest skin. He's he needs to toughen up. You know, mm. he's a snowflake. It's that thing of, 
you know that the the point that the left makes in America at the moment is that all these is that the liberals get described as um, liberals in America get described mm. as snowflakes and so on, and then as soon as there's free speech in relation to a topic <laughs> that the right doesn't like, mm. they all fall over like soccer players who've been hit on the hair by a twig. You know, it's yeah. it's. I mean, it, it's all just rhetoric. And that's the other point that I was going to make in relation to your are we soft, what if something bad happened, is that I think people get, sometimes it's easy for people to get up outraged in a kind of, particularly in an individualistic society like ours where it's mm. like, I have rights, you know. It's easy for them to get outraged about things like that and it's amazing what motivates people to get outraged. So there was... A while ago there was a case and I saw like post after post after post about it where a woman and I think a bloke, I actually don't know enough about the case, but um, abused and beat up or something uh, an ambulance, uh, some ambulance crew or one ambulance guy or something. Did you see this? Was this the one in Melbourne with the two women? Two women, yeah, it must have been two women. Yeah. And the absolute spitting outrage about it was extraordinary <clears throat> and which I totally, like, you know, you hear the, that. The outrage was about their sentence, wasn't it? It was about the, yeah, sorry, it was about their sentence, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But it was interesting because it was just such an easy line to take and it was such a, and it was, it was completely backed up by all sorts of prejudice. So she was, you know, she was obviously what Austra- what Australians would call a bogan. She's standing there. She's doing the, you know, up yours gesture in the photo. She's mm. like, you know, absolutely. She, she's a woman. You know, she's, she's kind of like it, 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 the person who was um, assaulted was an ambulance worker. Like there's nothing about that that's complicated. So everybody just piled on in this massive way. Mm. And then a few legal experts that I know who work in the kind of um, helping. Can never re- say, I'll never say that sentence. Uh, yes, you can. Are you know some legal experts? You know you? Daniel Webb. He's your favourite. Oh, I <laughs> Daniel, do. Hello, Daniel, Daniel Webb. Webb from the Human Daniel Rights Webb. Resource Centre. I can't even say where he works. He's still he's he's Human Rights Resource Centre. He's still over there in uh, doing stuff in the UN. He's incredible. But anyway. So no, I. What are you doing there, by the way? Are you having a shandy or something? Oh What's no, the I'm noise just, in the background. I'm sorry, I was just looking. I've got some sort of weird contraption in my uh, pen receptacle. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> anyway, so I these these guys who I know who were like on the <clears throat> they, they work they defend people who are in real trouble. And they said, you know what? This is a much more complicated case than people think it is. This mm. person, these people have been through a horrible time. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean they can't, you know, they shouldn't be held to account. No. They absolutely should. But they are, um, they are incredibly um, remorseful. This has been a horrible, um, this has been a horrible experience for them before they got the before they got the coverage for it, they realised it was an absolute, you know, bottom point in their lives. They have been in, you know, rehabilitation programs and all sorts of stuff since yeah. that happened. They've really been trying to make their work, life work and now they are being, you know, threatened with all kinds of horrible misogynistic death kind of, you know, hideous right. stuff online. And you just, you know, like those sorts of narratives are so much easier to 
get angry about than <clears throat> stuff like climate change or stuff like, you know, th- things where where it's just so distant from your life, like, you know, asylum seekers, for instance. But you see, you know, being uh, climate in. change isn't distant from any of us. It's but right that's in front what of your I'm, face. It's, no, it's not. And actually neither is – like I was explaining to some kids the other day that Australia puts families in jail, including children, hmm. um, on an island – uh, away from Australia so that they avoid Australian laws um, mm. so that the people who have been fighting to escape, you know, murder by their own government or whatever mm. uh, can't get a fair kind of processing procedure. And, and, the, and the children's faces were just like, what? We do what? We do that. We do. And, and for them it was really personal. It was like, well, how can we stop it? You know what I mean? And it mm. And I realise, see, for adults, it, it's not that. It's like, eh, we do, uh, like, the government's screwed. We're all, you know, it's that, it's, it's that kind of cynical thing of, uh, it's too hard. I, I, it's too hard to care about, you know. It's, THB? It, it's just, it's kind of too, it becomes something that's not personal. Or it's so, it's, you do know that climate change is horrifying and you also know that you personally can't stop it. That's the other thing, you know, you couldn't. You couldn't like, I don't know, go on a diet and change it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's sort of there isn't in an individualistic society which kind of teaches you that narrative, it's much more easy to go online and rant about somebody who beat up somebody who is helping the community than it is to go out and try and kind of advocate for something that's going to involve a bigger change than that. You know what I mean? I do. I think also we just have to re-segment. We have to get rid of social media, Lauren Clark, mm. and, and like just concentrate on our inner circle. If you can improve your inner circle or your surrounds. <laughs> yeah, and the then, grassroots thing. And I then, totally agree. And then get their, the person who you've done that to, they do it with <laughs> someone in their circle and it just it becomes from the inside out and spreads. Yeah. Is the only way we can combat yeah. what's happening as far as uh, poor politics, poor business practices, yeah. poor media, media ownership. Uh, it, it is a classic grassroots response yeah. and it is one that's probably the only way, if people are that way inclined, uh, is likely to succeed because otherwise mm. we're all screwed. Lauren Clark, <laughs> uh, we have to get out of here only because yes. uh, we are very distant at the moment and I know. Uh, I'm noticing uh, technology is not coping as it's well really as it should be. It's really not coping. And, uh, you sound like uh, a sexy robot, so we must uh, move on. But before I am you a very do, sexy robot. How dare you? Well, you'd be big, big in Japan. Now, uh, <laughs> can I just ask, the Fitzroy Diaries, what's happening with them? <laughs> You're so cute. The Fitzroy Diaries. Uh, it's looked fast approaching, Stu Farrell. I'm getting mm. a little bit nervous. Ooh. The Fitzroy Diaries are... You're not are, proud of this work now? I'm so proud of it. I'm so mm. ridiculously proud of it and excited and so on. But it is just, it's just going to be released nationally on radio and internationally on a podcast. And your inner so. thoughts, your inner monologue Ooh. is going to be uh, spread across the pages. Well, it's sort of that, but it's sort of also fiction. It's audio fiction and it's, it's in the form of a serial, Stu Farrell, starring yeah. you oh, yeah, starring. as a complete psychopath, which is um, was very, 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 very difficult for you to do. Uh, and it is going to be on Life Matters on what date, Stuart Farrell? The 16th of July it begins. Correct. That's right. And on the 27th, that's when the actual podcast comes out, the Fitzroy yeah. Diaries. So keep your eyes peeled. We will be doing a social media blitz as soon as I am let off the social media blitz 
chain. I've been Embargo. chomping at the bit. Yeah, I'm not allowed to do it. And though. also, just so people know, Life Matters uh, is on <laughs> Radio National. Um, Correct. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you, Stuart. And now, Lauren Clark, Yes. if people want to know even further, but they want a private message, yes. how, in fact, do they get in contact with us? They find us at Stupidly Big, Stu, stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and iTunes where you can give us a rating or a review of five stars or more. You can also get in touch with Stuart Farrell regarding T-shirts. We have had a few messages. <laughs> and thank you to people who've been in. Thank, I know, actually, <clears throat> I need to pass on a few th- things to you because you're so annoying they're not on social media anymore. Um, but thank you to people who've been posting us hilarious and interesting things. Um, can't remember your exactly who you are and what they were, but I will pass them on to Stuart ASAP. And Stuart Farrell, we will hopefully see you tomorrow. Uh, well, Monday. I'd say next week. It's uh, here in uh, the Southern Hemisphere, as well as being cold, it's becoming, we're coming into the weekend, so I reckon we might let you uh, continue to stand on the balcony of your mansion throwing rocks at people using your private beach. And uh, perhaps uh, we can rejoin this next week at some point. So I hope you enjoy your um, little castle there too where you're doing exactly the same. We will see you next week, Stuart Farrell. You're an absolute pain in the bum, but I do love you and we'll see you probably Monday. Radio.